ladies and gentlemen, hip-hop heads and members of the culture, I'm your host, CEO Hayes, and if I'm here, that means my team's here. We got Miss Mary Almonte also in the building. What up? And then BTG himself for President Baylor the Great. Oh, man, it's happy candy everywhere. <laughs> Welcome to the Breaks Radio. So we got some topics for you guys this week we're going to hop into before we get to talking about power, which may dominate the whole podcast. We'll, we'll, we'll see about that. So we talked about um, Jesus is King last week uh, with Kanye West. And between album charts, song charts, this motherfucker is all over the place. I think he has like a total of like 50 number ones from this album over a bunch of different charts. So he's on the hot Christian songs and top Christian albums and top rival albums rap album charts just name a few what do you guys make of this who wants to go first i mean that's all well and good but he's not at the top of the mary charts <laughs> so whatever good luck to the sheeple that are listening to this trash yeah man Baylor. i'm not surprised i mean like just because uh we don't necessarily I wouldn't say agree. We don't really mess with him like that right now. Doesn't mean he doesn't still have a large fan base. So uh, I'm not going to act like he's not talented anymore because he still is. The production was nice, but I mean, look, he still got the fan base. So I'm not surprised it's up that high. It's it, it because, you know, most of the social media reaction to Kanye, most of it is always like negative. So when he still charts like this, it's a bit surprising to me, but the fact that how many uh, people jumped on this on this album, how many Christians jumped on this album, and it's like, I really feel like Kanye is capitalizing off these people because looking back and listening to this, is this really a gospel album? I wouldn't say it is. It's not even a Christian nah. rap album. Like, I don't know. Kanye's smart, though. He knows what the fuck he's doing. It's a spiritual moment album. Mm. It's like possible uh, it's <laughs> oh man but you know i mean i guess we have to keep the same energy because we we didn't come down hard on snoop when he did the gospel album well didn't he have a disclaimer he did he, he did you're right you're right i don't know man i'm over kanye like i really don't have much energy to talk about kanye anymore i just don't it just didn't feel it just don't feel right though. That's the only thing. Like yeah. I would say prior I would say prior to to all this Trump stuff and things like that, if he created an album like that, people would take him more serious. Mm -hmm. That's all. I think it's the timing of it. Yeah. And, and and it's also it wasn't it wasn't that good. Do you right. go ahead, Mary, you got no, I okay. agreed on all counts. Yeah. It's like it just doesn't feel authentic. It feels like he's pandering. Yeah. And now he's pandering to like the Christian base. And to be honest with you, that's kind of the lowest thing you can do to me. Like using uh -huh. God as a marketing ploy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't know what's going on with Kanye, but something that we didn't talk about even when um the album dropped or the lead up. What do you think like this does to good music artists? Like Pusha's coming out with a new album, I think, soon. 
Uh, Big Sean's probably going to be dropping something soon because it's been a while. This is just all speculation on my point, my part. But do you do you see in the future like his artists separating themselves from him? I already think like Big Sean has, honestly. But what do you guys think? I think so too, especially if he's going to keep his word. Because if he's telling the truth, that means he won't be he won't be passing out any instrumentals, right? He said he's not messing with secular music anymore. That includes making beats for secular artists. Man. You would think, but then he had the clips on his on his album. But you know, that's yeah, some, yeah, somebody lying. That's why I'm not. That's why I'm not standing next to him. <laughs> what do you think, Mary? Yeah, I feel like the lines are getting very blurred here, and anyone who knows what's good for them is gonna is gonna try to distance themselves. I mean, I feel like once the Trump craving started. I felt like there might have been some kind of separation. I mean, Pusha was going around like, yeah, he crazy, yeah. but he's still my boy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I didn't know that was happening. So, yeah, I think it's, we're going further down the rabbit hole now. So, yeah. yeah. Well, let's see. Hopefully, no, nobody catches any bad blowback from it. But let's get off Kanye. Let's talk about somebody else who has irrational confidence and crazy. Game said that he ranked him, he ranks himself above Kendrick Lamar for West Coast artists. So Baylor, you know I got to come to you first on this one. Is game? Is, you guys repping game harder than Kendrick Lamar out there? <laughs> um, I will say this. Um, with the, with all the uh, off the court antics and stuff like that. Um, he's supposed to be up there, and technically, yes, he's supposed to be ranked higher than him, but he's not. He's not. Um, now, if you want to go, if you want to go project for project, he has way more albums than Kendrick yeah, right absolutely. now. You know, yeah. um, but if you want to talk about what matters, which is the classic albums, me personally, I feel like Kendrick has three classic albums. You know, some some people would just say two, and the third one is debatable. But when you look at when you look at a game, I can count maybe about maybe two or three. A lot of people got different, you know. Mm-hmm. I got the documentary, uh, Devil's Advocate, Jesus Peace, LAX. Those are all solid pe- uh, projects to me. But I probably could take two out of that that I feel like was a real classic. So if we're comparing actual uh, projects and things like that. Um, he might have an argument, but if you're talking about style, flow, uh, talent-wise in general, uh, content, I'm going to go with Kendrick. I'm going to go with Kendrick. And this is where it's like, do you, how do you measure who's who in ranking? Because if commercial success is the ultimate thing that you rank, you can put Game up there. Game has every one of his albums, I think, except one's gone platinum. Whereas Kendrick just doesn't have the library that Game has as far as that goes. But when you do talk about Kanye, that to Baylor's point, you you can't you can't argue that Kendrick's content is better than Game's content overall to me. Like the documentary is a classic to me. I got him. I got Game having one classic. That's it. Kendrick has two classics. Three, if you count overly dedicated, in my opinion. Well, this is one thing before we get to Mary that we have to also speak about which is very important in our culture in la we don't just rank you off of your music mm-hmm. we rank you off of your street credibility off of your off of your background okay. so when you if you actually go through the rankings they're going to have snoop up there 
Ice Cube is going to float around second. Then you got Easy E, and then you got Nip. And I and I can guarantee you right now, you can ask anybody from L.A. Nip don't need three or four classic albums. He don't. Mm-hmm. But when you want to talk about the number one cat from L.A., you're gonna hear you're gonna hear Nip's name a lot. And it's not because of what, not because of his mixtape, not because of his album. It's because of him. So when we base our top five or ten, it's not just off of music. Makes sense. Yeah. Mary? Um, so where I was going to go is somewhere down that road. Baylor and I seem to be in tune today. <laughs> I don't know if it's his new cut or what. But, um, I mean, so I do agree with you, Hayes, that, like, the documentary definitely is a classic. Um, and I feel like, I though Kendrick may have more classic albums, I don't think any of them rival that one for me. For okay. me. But this is all a matter of opinion, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. I feel like, in terms of accomplishments, and this is where I feel like I'm going down the road with Baylor here, um, I don't think Game can kind of light a candle to the shit that Kendrick has done and the contributions that he's made to the culture outside of even just his own projects, right? Like, look, the Black Panther album, for example, that Kendrick basically curated. Mm. um, I mean, to me, that was sort of unprecedented, right? Like, other than maybe Pharrell might have done something similar with Despicable Me type shit. But, like, honestly, curating a soundtrack for such a moment for the culture to me, was huge, and I don't really think Game has rivaled that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I mean, just the accolades that Kendrick, you know, has received. I, I don't know. Game kind of, I think he's playing himself. <laughs> yeah. To sort of rank, you know what I mean? I guess if, it depends on the criteria, kind of like you're saying, right? If it's like he feels like his flow is better than Kendrick's or his lyrics or his, you know what I mean? Like, all right, maybe that could be somewhat debatable and again that's all a matter of of taste and opinion but like Kendrick's accomplishments and overall contribution to the culture I feel like no it's a no for me dog like there's no way yeah I I can agree with all that too it's it's uh, but in game is is a great marketer as well he has an album coming out he knows what making a comment like this is gonna do yeah now let me let me ask y'all a question and 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 answer as honest as you can. How many classic albums does Easy E have? Are we counting NWA albums? That's what I was just gonna ask. I don't want to count that because Cube was involved in that. Okay. Andre. Two. You 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 say two? I say two. What about you, Mary? Um, I would say one, but I, I wasn't so heavy into his solo catalog, so... That's, that's fine. The point that I'm trying to get to is that it didn't matter if he had none. You know what I mean? He was a part of a, a huge group, but his character alone and what he did before and kind of during his rap career, he was ranked high up there. Easy E is still ranked. Easy E is still ranked in the top five West Coast artists of all time. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Right. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of that, a lot of that, out of the booth stuff matters to us. So when when you say you're gonna hear a lot of the Snoop, why? 
because he's the one that's been long. Him and Cube is the longest one in the game. And we've seen them go from game banging to shit, football leagues, movies, networks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, So why is Dre not up there? Man, I would say this. Uh oh. I, w- I w- well, I would say this. For one, we don't. We know we don't mix him with the artists. You know what I mean? Because we know he was mainly a producer. Um, and that I mean that's basically what it is. We don't now. If you want to talk about West Coast legends, oh, he's got to. He definitely got to be in the top five. Strictly West Coast, not, and that's right. excluding. That's excluding Pac. Because when it comes down to it, even though Pac represented the West Coast, I'm talking about cats that was born and raised here. Right. Even yeah. though, like, like, I, like I said, Hispanics, everybody out here love Pac. Pac is like Jesus to us. Mm-hmm. But when it really comes down to it, Nip was really our Lord and Savior. To tell you the truth, you know what I'm saying? He came from the same background the same backyard the same sandbox that we came from so he got one classic album and to me his other projects is going to be classic to me because yeah. i can relate to him yeah and so you know if, if you ever hear a cat say well nip is the number one west coast cat we all we all we've always had you already know what it is because snoop will probably say the same thing okay that's what's up yeah, I, I mean, listen, I'm from the East Coast, but I I could see that and would co-sign. As far as the, and with Doc, Dr. Dre, I, I at least from the outside looking in, I I think we respect him for what he is in hip hop, but we know he didn't write like Jay Z still deserves all those awards for 2001 because Jay Z mm-hmm. wrote wrote most of those records, but you know it is what it is. Dre's got reached the point to where he's one of those people we all know know he has ghostwriters, but it don't matter because we respect him because he's Dre. Right. I mean, we're and not we're not about to sit producer. Up. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. 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 I mean, and even even in a producer spot, we'll give him number one, but Daz and DJ Quick is right behind him. That's what's up. Battle Cat. Yeah. All right. Let's How come nobody ever mentioned Cypress Hill when they talk about West Coast artists? That you know, are... but you know what? We do box them in with true hip hop heads. Okay. Right. We do. And okay. they get a lot of respect because, I mean, they do, they still go on. Like, I got a, I got a, I got a cousin that, that, uh, that's the DJ for a lot of these o- older West Coast cats. And no, Cypress, they, yeah. Okay. They did. I mean, I wasn't on their bandwagon when they was beefing with West High Connection, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I got over it. Let's <laughs> let's get into the next topic. Um, Fifty Cent goes on Capitol Hill. Uh, it was reported to talk about the importance of diversity and representation in the entertainment industry, but um, really, it was to rally support for uh, the Stars Network drop getting dropped from Comcast. What do you guys think about like seeing 50 Cent amongst all these politicians? Like this is a guy who had the meteoric rise in hip hop all the way down to filing for bankruptcy to power to everything. Like 50 always has his hand in something. So seeing him really mingle with politicians, it just seems like the next logical step. Matter of fact, the what Ghost is doing and we'll talk about in power. I wouldn't be surprised if 10 years from now, 50 Cent is running for mayor in New York. 
But that's just my opinion. Keep it moving. This nigga is acting like ghosts in real life. <laughs> <laughs> he really is, ain't he? Yeah. Yo, I'm not mad at him, man. I, I'm not. Because if they listening, then okay, cool. If, if mean, they are. 50 for me is really like that meme. Well, I don't even know. Is it a meme? Whatever it is. If you look up 50 Cent in your iPhone, whatever, when you're looking for memes, and it's like, him smiling and then driving <laughs> off like that's truly him. I feel like in all of his dealings, like I don't like everything's a joke to his ass. Yeah, <laughs> like he's now at Capitol Hill just smiling and then tweeting about it later. Like I don't know. That's just I mean, wild, look, man. I mean, did he? If it was about you know Comcast dropping stars, and he definitely did deserve a spot there. But my initial reaction when I heard that he was. He was there. It was like, how the fuck did he get invited? Like, what? <laughs> but, but, yeah. <laughs> That's just, like, 50 Cent on Capitol Hill. That shit just does not sound right. That's just, that's wild to me, man. Yeah. But. We're not even using his government. Like, it's still like 50 Cent. <laughs> hey, Curtis Jackson that sound weird up there, too. Man. Yeah. I mean, hey, Easy e did make it to the White House, so weird things have happened. Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh moving on from that, y'all people is fucked up. We got all oh, types of shit over this Popeye's chicken sandwich. Someone got stabbed and and lost their life over a Popeye's chicken sandwich. This this chicken sandwich has generated well over a hundred million dollars for Popeye's off free marketing basically off black Twitter. But what do you think about our people acting the fuck up about a fucking chicken sandwich, man? So I first must clarify that this was not over a chicken sandwich. This was over cutting the fucking line. And that is a punishable offense. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm okay. Stab you too if you fucking cut me in line. <laughs> I don't care. No, I'm kidding. I mean, well, I'm not really kidding. That is, I'm very much not a believer in line cutting. And that is a fighting <laughs> act. But yeah, stabbing someone is. Yeah, they're wild. I mean, and it just so had to happen in fucking Popeyes. Like, come on. Yeah. Can we be any more stereotypical? Like, yeah. Shameful for sure. But don't cut the fucking line. Our people got to do better. They got to do better. Yeah. Baylor, how many of them chicken sandwiches have you eaten so far? I haven't tasted neither one. And this is the this is the cold part about it. Like, yo, it's just chicken. It's just chicken. It's two buns, a pickle, some secret sauce, and a damn chicken. And people are I'm so sick of us, man. If it's not the Kanye shit or this Kardashian shit, it's some chicken shit. This shit is getting on my nerves. Like you People cannot be this ignorant. They cannot. You can literally go to the... You can even look up the recipe that they use to make the fucking chicken. Like, this is... This is an all-time low for us. An all-time low. And the Boondocks called that shit. Rest in peace to Pops. Yeah. It, and you know what this is just I feel like this just supports any stereotype of black people and chicken like forever now we can't even argue the shit anymore 
We cannot no, argue with you. White people, they not about to get out of this. <laughs> we see y'all ass sneaking up in there too. And y'all just got y'all ass whooped yesterday too. It was either yesterday or today. That old man got his ass whooped. So Oh, for the nigga yo, thing? That shit was some Mary, have you seen that video? Yeah. No. There's a video, so this uh, this white guy called somebody a nigga and he got his ass beaten, got forced to apologize. But it was saying nigga in Popeyes is like, no, nah, you got you got it. Listen, uh, a death wish. Yeah, that's, that's people getting stabbed for cutting line. You gonna call a black person a niggas in Popeyes? No, nah, you dead, man. <laughs> Yo, they really stabbing people over chicken. Though. <laughs> it's over chicken. We can't do better than this. Come on, man. I'm sick of y'all. I swear. This shit is so stupid, man. I haven't had neither one of the sandwiches. Not Popeyes, not Chick-fil-A, not Wendy's. I haven't had none of them. It's a chicken sandwich, bro. And the only difference, at least I haven't had it. So the only difference from what I've been told is that it's crunchy. It's crunchier than other chicken sandwiches. But y'all stabbing people for that? I don't want it because something in that chicken. Something is in that chicken. I'm yeah. cool. That shit gonna have me acting like I'm off of edible right now. You see how calm I am? I'm good. I'm not out here trying to stab nobody. I'm sitting back. You know what I'm saying? Nobody the, ever got stabbed the, over edible. Whenever Mary called that nigga uh, album earlier, that <laughs> shit had me dying in my head. I just didn't. You didn't see it. I'm not stabbing nobody with no fucking chicken, man. Yeah, I'm not. I'm going home and make my own chicken. I'm not. Y'all stupid, man. God damn it. I don't know. I haven't had the sandwich yet either, but this is making me feel like maybe I need to try it's it. turning but... these niggas into zombies. I'm, I'm going to go know. try it on Saturday. I'm, I'm going to have to go get somebody else to stand on the line for me because <laughs> I ain't trying to go get killed. <laughs> you know what? Just, look, let me just put a... Let me just, let me just outsmart niggas real quick. Just post make that shit, okay? Right. Avoid avoid getting your ass whooped. Avoid wasting your gas to go down there. Just post made it. Baylor giving niggas the um yeah giving giving them cheat codes, man. Cheat codes. Uh, anything left on the chicken sandwich before we move on? Are we off this shit? Off the shit. All right, bam. Eat some seafood. Shit. I know we uh we 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 get political here from time to time. We get a little serious, and I know we're just having a lot of laughs. Um, but I put this on here, and I didn't know where, like where to place it. So I'm forget uh forgive me for like the change of tone. This free Rodney Reed um hashtag, and if you don't know what's going on with the Rodney uh, Reed case, they're trying to stop his execution, which I believe is scheduled for it's like four or five days from now, right? I think so. I think so. Just coming up. Um, yeah, and, and he's on death row in Texas. What do you guys think about about this? Do you think there's a chance? Do you agree that he should be uh, get off death row? What do you guys think? Who wants to take this one first? I think we need to get Kim Kardashian on the case. I think she is. She right? is. Her yeah, and Rihanna, she is. Oh, something like that. Yeah. Are they? Her, her Rihanna, LL Cool J. Yeah. <laughs> her Rihanna and uh, Meek. And LL, yeah. I know LL is too, so. I mean, listen, it feels like the president responds to pop culture figures mm-hmm. more than <laughs> political, you know, figures. So maybe this 
might make some noise and it might do the trick. Yeah, especially when you think about the details of this case, the fact that uh, it was an all-white jury, um, the there's the murder weapon was never tested for DNA, um, and even the forensic experts who were on the case have said that there were errors in their testimony. So because of all that, you would think that it would at least open up to, to, to a retrial or something. I'm, I'm not a lawyer, so I can't say exactly, but... You know, it it just it seems like there have been cases that have gotten retried or appeals for much less than this. So that's what and they they, they over they overlooked the gang and shit like uh, the husband for one. That's the number one. That's the number one suspect. Yeah. And you know, off top, got to do better, people. I, I I mean, and you never want to see anyone lose their life, but. Um, the thing is, is that when there's a case, if if he's guilty, then he's guilty. But when it's this much in doubt, come on now, you got to do something. You got to do something. Yep. Yep. Fair case. Yeah. But you know, that don't mean. And you, and you know what? I know I just finished. I just finished shit on her name. But if it's gonna take Kardashian and you know and a few other artists to help stop it, then you know I'm I'm for it. Yeah. And say what you will about Kim Kardashian. Like, I know the, the stuff with the Kardashians, but this whole justice system thing, she is taken seriously. She really is. Yeah. And I don't want to, like, throw any any salt on her or talk shit about it because I know it was, like, a joke at first, but this is something that she's really getting behind. And if she's finally starting to realize the power that she has in her celebrity to do some actual good, I'm all fucking forward. So, you know, hats off to her there. The fact that she's getting behind this, hopefully we see something done. You know, President, the thing with President Trump is he wants all the glory. I wouldn't be surprised if he waits to the day of and then does something. Yep. Well, now I'm yeah. looking for that. That orange motherfucker. Um, well, listen, I mean, I, he, no one's more active on Twitter than him. So if people, if everyone starts hashtagging this, it'll catch his attention. That is true. That's true. Y'all want to make these goddamn chicken sandwiches go viral. Okay. That's my, like, for real. Like, and, and, and I know we have fun with the chicken sandwich. And this is what does irritate me about our people is that we, it's shit, like shit like a chicken sandwich we'll talk about all day long. But politics a lot of our people have no fucking idea what's going on. In their mind, they vote for whoever's black, whoever seems like they're aligned with black without really doing like we we we. There is a power when we're all in, on the same page. When we all come together for a cause, shit moves. We need to get together behind more positive shit than fucking chicken sandwiches, man. But you know, let me let me not get on my high horse. Let's go ahead and get into our break. Uh, we'll come right back after this with our power recap. This is Ms. 100. And this is Lady T. And we are the, the Hood, Hood Geniuses, Geniuses Podcast. Podcast. Every Monday we are releasing an episode, so make sure y'all stay tuned. And you can follow us on Twitter at Hood Geniuses Pod, on Facebook, Hood Geniuses Podcast, and on IG, Hood Geniuses Pod. And make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube page so y'all can see us live and in the flesh. Yeah, and uh, we don't need Lady T to knuck and buck for y'all to start <laughs> listening to us. You know what I'm saying? So don't make Lady T knuck and buck. Hey, listen, I mean, eventually, you know what I'm saying, Lady T is getting up in age, so it may be, I may be in my wheelchair on my cane, I don't know. But I will get to you. <laughs> yeah, so make sure y'all do that. Hit that subscribe button, follow, and y'all can email us at hoodgeniuses.com pod at gmail.com. Thank you.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back and we are about to discuss power. Uh, the title of this episode was No One Can Stop Me. And this was the last episode before a break. I think they returned January 6th, if I'm not mistaken. Somewhere January up, 5th. January 5th. Okay. Yeah. A month after my birthday. Um, this episode, I mean, let's, uh, I, I, fuck it. Let's just talk. Ghost got fucking shot. That's how the episode ended. The most dramatic way possible. Go ahead, Mary. I mean, the theories that I've seen floating around, it's kind of like, or did he get shot? A lot of people I know are saying that this could possibly have all been a dream. Mm. Like Uh, he's seen it coming. Yeah. I don't know. Because they are, look, look at that Disney ending. So Dynasty, do you guys recall that show at all? Yeah. They did a similar plot twist just like this. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, obviously there was no, like, internet back then, but it was like, who shot JR? And it was a whole big thing. Um, I mean, I was a kid kid back then, but I remember, <laughs> like, that's the hype. Um, so I find it interesting that they emulated this little plot twist. Um, yeah, I mean, they left us with a cliffhanger. They wrong for that. <laughs> but I guess there could have been no other way. A lot, like I feel like the popular um, the popular theory is that it's Tariq. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to get some inside information because my daughter's boo is Michael Rainey's best friend. Mm-hmm. And actually one of my real estate clients is his cousin. Um, but no, nobody's given up any information. So the producer should know that he's good because <laughs> he's not solid. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I feel like it would be too obvious if it were Tariq. So my personal thought is it couldn't have been him. My thought is it's Q. It's the dude Tasha was fucking with. I think so. I think that would be logical. Yeah, I think and people aren't going to see it. Otherwise, what was he there for? Exactly. Like, exactly. And that, that, the, 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 no purpose. the very last time we saw him is him telling Tasha he was going to take care of it and she said she got it. So... It would make sense if if he did it. It would be a, a surprise, I guess. The only thing that kind of throws it off to me is that I forget the detective's name, and she irks me because she doesn't open her mouth all the way when she talks. But Blanca. like, yeah, she right. pull she pulls yeah. up to truth, and she like has this look on her face, and it's like, well, she couldn't possibly have seen him got got him like laid out from the outside of the of the of the no, club. She heard the, she heard the gunshot though. But still, the look on her face is like she saw something. Unless she knew something. I still think she's dirty, so it wouldn't surprise me. Right. Well, I mean was was your boy, um, what's his name? Dre on the way there too? Yeah. They right. were all on the way there. That's the can thing. Can we t- can we talk about the corny Disney shit they pulled off with this? I told you when everybody is walking towards the goddamn I- building. <laughs> Yo, so everybody hey, look at me. I know you're disappointed, but I'm about to piss you off some more. Everybody at that moment decided, you know what? Let me go get ghosts. At the same fucking time? You gotta be kidding. And Tommy could have killed his ass. Tommy could have killed him earlier in the episode. Like, I I, I don't I don't know. Tommy doesn't really want to kill him. He doesn't. No. I feel like this too, right? And then who was shooting at them? 
Oh right. yeah, yeah, that's I, still. I, I didn't recognize the one shooter. Yeah, no, I, and we we weren't supposed to. And then Tom, and Tommy Tommy just took off after that. So it's like, and that's and that's why I think it. That's that is more reason why I think it was um, Q because I think he is he is in the game. I think he had his people going after Ghost, and like this is something that a lot of people are forgetting about. It like there was somebody who was after, and they showed people watching Ghost throughout the episode. Like it's gonna be somebody we don't expect. Them this whole everybody walking towards. Uh, truth is all a red herring. It was none of those motherfuckers. Yeah. My thing yeah. too, and I said this in the last in our last episode, but like, what? Where is security at Truth? Like, I just don't. If I was Ghost, I would not just be chilling in my club that everybody knows that I'm at with no security and the door open. Like, too many people will just be running up on him in there. They have like, access to everything. Hey. His house motherfuckers just walk into. His uh, club people just walk into. Like, it doesn't... I don't know. I guess he really believed in those damn cameras. I mean, yeah, they'll be helpful after the fact. I'm going to tell, yeah. tell you what. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to be pissed off at Ghost, and I'm going to go to Truth, because this nigga passing out free drinks. <laughs> Every goddamn club scene, he say, you know, show yourself out, get yourself a drink. All right, I'm about to take all these goddamn liquor bottles. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I got no goddamn security. I know. But um, even his enemies have a drink. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I'm I'm leaning on your side, Hayes. It might be him, or it just it's somebody that we didn't expect that we haven't seen in like a few, no, maybe a okay. couple of seasons. So another theory that I had is that if you, I mean, that I heard, I, I'm not going to take credit for this one. Do you remember early in the episode? When Tariq asked him about who some I forgot the guy's name. The guy who talked oh, the him the first one? The first one. What if it's him? We've never he's never appeared on the show. We don't know what happened to him. They never said that ghosts or anyone killed him. It's just what did ghosts do with him? What if he's been laying low this whole time? He now sees ghosts on television and everything. He's like, oh no, I'm finna go get this motherfucker. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And he was about to go get them draws too. Finally, but she ugly though. I know, I can't stand her. <laughs> Breeze, so Breeze is the God, name. Damn. Breeze hey. is the name. So it's the character's name. No punches back. I'm on In the span of five seconds, y'all just call her ugly. She's not attractive. God damn, y'all. No. Listen, we even went through it with his not, <laughs> with his harem over there. What y'all think about everybody coming back, like even the dead? Ghost seeing ghosts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was I, I, they used it effectively. I think, especially the scene with Raina, uh, who he doesn't even mention for real anymore, with his daughter, even Kaylee mm-hmm. coming back. It all it 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 all made sense. I I I could I could go without seeing Angela personally. That's just me. But um, but I got but I oh that's what I wanted to say. So remember the part where uh, there was that truth. It was some type of gathering or something like that, and you seen old girl walk through. Mm-hmm. Didn't that remind you of Angela walking yeah. through? Yeah, they knew. Yeah, they knew. They yeah. yeah, yeah. So, final final predictions. It's either Bree, the character Breeze, who taught them and him and Kanan and Tommy, who we've never seen, or it's Q who shot Ghost. That's my opinion. Um, who, who's your guys' vote on who shot Ghost? I, you know what? I go out on the, I go way. I'm gonna go way left and say he never got shot. Mm. Okay. Mm, you think he was wearing a vest, or you think it was a dream? I think I think the shooter was there, 
and you know he's seen the shooter. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I might go with that too. I think ghosts can't die, and I paid very close attention to where the wound was, and that would have been his heart if he mm-hmm. was shot. So there would be no way he would have survived that. So maybe he anticipated it, and he was, you know, I don't know. It, or I mean, look, that's the thing. Like you guys just pointed out, like that episode really showed like his his psyche, like what was going on, yeah. like him having all these conversations with people who are no longer with us. So maybe that was like a foreshadowing or uh, another one of his little, I don't know, you know, hallucinations, projections, whatever. But I don't think he could really be shot. That would kill the show. See, I think he's shot, and I even think he's going to die from that wound eventually. But I, I think it's, it's, he's not, it's not going to be immediate. I, I just don't think it's going to be immediate. So, but w- you make so a great what's point. What's going to happen? Like, if, if he's going to go through the psychological, whatever? Yeah, I think so. I okay. Think so. I don't I mean, know if they want to take that risk of killing him off like that. Not, it, not, not like, if this wasn't the last season, I would think there's a chance of it. But with it be like the last scene, like if he's going to die, it has to be in the last episode of the, of the series, I think. So. Mm. I know. Damn. I know this. This was a twist for sure. Yeah. What well, power to them for for uh, pulling it off? Uh, but we'll see. I can't wait for it until com- it comes back in January. Uh, the next. Uh, well, are we done? Anything left? Any other theories or anything, you guys? Want to get off before we move on? I for some reason I I do not want Ghost to die. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> Me neither. Even though he's like a despicable, horrible person, I I don't want him to die. I and I just worry that they're gonna do this thing, especially like since I brought up this character Breeze. Um, is question has have they has has uh, uh, has Ghost ever seen Q Tasha's boyfriend? Have they ever been in the same place at the same time? Uh yeah, I think um yeah. Okay. When they no, first I was, met. I was, okay. Okay. I was about to say I wonder if like if Q is Breeze, but okay, we we debunked that. But um yeah. I just hope they don't do this thing to where like Breeze pops up or if it's Q and it's like, "Oh, I've been behind this the whole time. I was the one who who brought Jason into your life. I'm the one who did. like I just hope it's not no shit like that." So but we'll see. Let's 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 move on. So uh Jason Mitchell, uh, who got fired from the shy and the show he was supposed to do on Netflix as well, mentioned how uh Me Too was used the Me Too movement was used as an ugly weapon against him. He had some accusations about Tiffany Boone come out. Um he said on an interview with the Breakfast Club, nothing actually ever happened. What do you guys do? You guys believe him in this interview? I just want to talk about it because I, and this may get me crucified. And I know we're, we're in this believe all women thing, and I and I and I fully support that. But there was something believable in what he was talking about, and the way that he talked about it. I'm just saying to cast a little doubt in my mind. But what do you guys think? Well, nobody wants to touch that one, huh? Well, you know, you know what, <laughs> I, uh, you know what they say is always uh, two sides to a story. Uh, the uh, the victims haven't said anything, and from what he has said, you know, he's still somewhat friends with some of the uh, accusers. So, 
Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I know how the media had played it out where um you know, he got fired, he got let go by his agency. Then you showed this clip of him going off on the airplane. So it was like it was back to back to back situations and it was like, well, damn, he's really wilding out in these streets. But th- there was really no details in some of this stuff that was being that, that he was being accused of because he said himself he didn't really know. Yeah. So I don't know. I I felt bad for him because, you know, up and coming, he played a key role in, in one of the one of the movies we've been waiting on for a while. Uh The Shy is a hit. I love that. It's gonna be different, you know, not seeing him on there. And he, you know, he had the Desperado uh uh, sure. Project coming up, yeah. so it was like I felt bad for him. So, but at the same time, I don't know, I don't know what's true. Or, you know, I just don't know. Yeah, Mary. I know I can't call it. I mean, I do see your point, or I know where you were going. Where it's like, Me Too can get out of hand because, yeah, I mean. I, I think that we're really living in sensitive times, not even just in regards to, like, you know, sexual harassment, but just with everything, right? Like, I mean, I think that there's been some kind of cultural awakening in the last few years where it's, like, the tolerance level for, you know, sexual harassment, harassment based on sexual orientation, you know, racism, all of that is really, like... Yeah. (laughs) Negative zero, you know what I mean? So, and these days, yeah, I mean, I've seen and heard, you know, firsthand stories of people who have gotten fired based on accusations that, you know, really, it's their word against the other person's and a lot of, you know what I mean? So if anyone really wanted to damage someone, someone's reputation and, and life, you kind of can just by accusing them of some shit these days. Um I mean, I even know, like, situations with family court where it's, like, bitter baby mamas that make up things and that is, you know, basically uh, destroying lives. So, and I'm not with that at all. And I'm a woman, you know what I mean? But I don't know. I do feel like in those situations, you kind of got to err on the side of the victim until the accused presents a good enough defense, sadly. Because for so many years... Victims were ignored, so I think that's where we're at with that. I don't know; it's just messed up all around, and everybody really has to watch this up these days. Because if if you even find yourself in any situation that could kind of, sort of, maybe be painted as some shit, you know what I mean? You better back back it up. So yeah, yeah. as soon as your name is attached to something, it's hard to get it off of it. Yeah, very hard. True. You you gotta be you gotta be careful in this day and age like and, and there's no really room to put yourself in a situation that could be misconstrued like i don't know man it, it's it's a it's a tight rope to walk to walk on but at the same time um with everything that's going on I'm, I'm not surprised that they fired him even at the slightest accusation because you really don't want that attached to your project much less if you're an actor so you kind of got to do what you got to do yeah i agree all right Let's uh, move into the next subject. We are, we didn't have much music to talk about this week, um, but Dave East did drop the track list for his survival project. Um, 
you know, we talk about track listing here from time to time. We try to pick out which which songs we're looking forward to. Did you guys get a chance to look at this track list? What do you think about it? I did. I checked out the track list, and I actually know some of the producers that are working on this project, so I'm going to check it out based off of that. But I have to say, it's been a while since I've really been hyped for Davies' project, and I say, like, and I say that with no, you know, no shade. I mean, he's talented, but I feel like his his most recent efforts have been kind of like, you know. Lackluster, I guess that's the word, right? Like, yeah. not terrible, not trash, but just not something that's making me really excited either. And this, and this is his his major label debut, so it's technically his debut solo album, was studio album. Um, so I would I would hope that it's going to kind of be a step up. Dave East has been like hit or miss with uh his mixtapes and stuff. For the last two years or so, but I mean, looking at this track list, he has Nas on it, Tiana Taylor, uh, Rick Ross, The Dream, Fabulous, E Forty, uh, DJ Premier, Mozzie. Yeah, Mozzie's on there. So, I mean, it, from a feature standpoint, it looks great. It's nineteen tracks, so you know, when, in the day and age where we're getting shorter and shorter albums, it's nineteen tracks on this album. Um, even like the the. Uh, the song that's dropped so far from it, the production is great on it. I can say that at least. I just, I don't know what to expect from it. Davies is so hit or miss for me lately. Right. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know what to expect from him, to tell you the truth, because I think his career kind of like took off pretty fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's already in a, he's already in a good, um, you know, TV show, <laughs> TV show. He's been in a couple of movies. Um, yeah, his it, it's just his movie career like took off faster than his you know mm-hmm. his artist career. Yeah. So it's like I don't know if that I don't know if that hurt him or not, you know. But he is talented. It's just you know even he even the projects that he came out with before and even the songs that he's featured on with is like we know he's dope, but it's like something he's not giving to us. I just don't know what it is. Maybe it's the right. Yeah. Maybe it's the. Maybe it's the the right uh, production. Um, I don't know if he's picking the right tracks or whatever the case may be, but it's like you know he got the skill set. You know he's dope. I don't know. He has been quoted to say. I think also that. Go ahead, man. No, go ahead. I think that at least in New York, everyone was looking to him to bring back that old, authentic kind of style of hip hop. That's what I think I was looking for. Right, and I mean, I think that. Like you said, he has the tools. He has the. He definitely has the abilities, but it's not like all the way there yet. So, and I think though, you know, at least New Yorkers, the attention span is probably even less than what it is anywhere else. So the minute you don't live up to the hype here, it just becomes like, man, next, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's uh, he said his inspiration behind this album is Doggy Style. Confessions on fire and get rich or die trying. That's a hell of a that's a hell of a set of uh, albums to pull inspiration well from. Well then, yeah. So that just piqued my interest. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you can duplicate uh, duplicate a mini man. Because when that hit, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Which that should have been what ended power. I don't know if you guys seen the little uh, clip where they replaced. Like the the song where Ghost was falling, they replaced it with Mini Man. Perfect. Yeah, 
That would have been yeah. You're right. <laughs> but yeah. uh yeah. I I mean I'm I'm looking forward to Davies. You know, it's it's I just hope he doesn't disappoint me, man. That's it. I just really this one will will hurt a little bit if it if it disappoints me. So we'll see. We'll talk about it next week because it comes out in just a couple of days. By the time you guys are listening to this, it actually comes out the next day after this episode drops. So we'll be talking about it. <laughs> Let's get into our last break. We'll come right back after this. Hey guys, it's your girl back easy. Hi everybody, it's your girl Joanne. Hey guys, it's Trell and this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. <laughs> All right, last topic of the day. You know, this is where we talk about some shit that's going to leave people to think, maybe cause us to argue. We ain't been getting into it enough. The last couple of weeks, so I'm trying to do better with this last topic. Um, this last one is who is the best storyteller ever in hip hop? Hmm. You know, you always pose these questions that it's like hard to just <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Okay, so maybe do we get like two choices or three? Your top three. We'll do top three. Oh, but then in that case, I gotta go, I gotta go Jay Z pocket big. See. All right. Well, I'm going to go a little different. Okay. Slick Rick. Ooh. I had him on there. Okay. Okay. Nas. Okay. Nas, definitely. This last one is kind of... Can we even name a group? Sure. Outcast. Fair. Fair. I can't argue with any of those. My number one, which I'm surprised Mary did not pick, is Raekwon. All day, every day. Okay. Not uh, mad at that. So, yeah, Raekwon. Two is big. Mm-hmm. Three for me. Immortal Technique. That's not fair, though. <laughs> Why not? That's not, that's not fair. Cause you you could pull a few underground artists that could that's not that's like nah you can't do that. All right, DMX. Okay. 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 Those are all really good. Immortal technique is is that they could tell a story about anything. Yeah, about making Kool Aid. He'll tell a story. You be like, yeah. damn, bro. And he, <laughs> and he'll tell you why it's not good for you. <laughs> yeah, that's my pick though. Man, all right. This one, this meet one, a little the, easier meet, than meet I thought. the parents was a classic, but you know, as quiet as kept, dear mama is, is we hear that story every year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. His story, you know what I'm saying? But meet the parents, that was one of the best. Man, that was dope. Meet the parents, I because I could visualize that whole storytelling yeah. all the way up until the gun goes off. I uh, yeah. I, coming into this bailer, I thought you would pick Big L. That's I on mean, the yeah. That's on that's on the list. But I was thinking more of who told the most stories. No, nah, okay, right. that's fair. right. That's fair. I kind of was thinking along those lines too. Yeah. I mean, listen, Slick Rick. Some of his hottest verses. There was one of those days. Not much to do. That is I true. Don't know. 
Uh, once upon a time, not long ago. <laughs> you know, that ain't telling stories. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Well, that was a fun topic to end the show on, man. Y'all got any parting words, thoughts, anything? Uh, next week, I wanted to give time. Uh, if we can all watch Dolomite is my name, I'd like to talk about that. So just say. Uh, <laughs> I definitely seen that. Yeah, I've seen yeah, it too. I started it and couldn't finish. But now, since you're assigning this to me, <laughs> I guess I have to. Huh? Cool, cool, cool. But uh, yeah, give me your social media, any parting words or thoughts. I mean, I'm tired because Daylight Savings <laughs> has kicked my you-know-what. So you can find me, Miss Mary Almonte, across all social media platforms. Oh. At Better the Great on all social media platforms. You can also find me in between space and heaven. Whichever gray, whatever gray area that is, that's where I'll be at. All right. Are you trying to go for the Best Storyteller Award? I might, I might, I gotta create, I gotta create, you know what? I'll create the end of power story. Oh, it really happened. There you go. <laughs> you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes. If I got any pardon, go watch American son on Netflix. If you have not, but be prepared. Don't, don't go shoot anybody afterwards, but go watch American son. Uh, but you can follow me at CEO Hayes and you can follow us collectively at the breaks radio. This has been, Number one podcast for the culture. We'll see you beautiful people next week. Peace. As we proceed to give you what you need. As we proceed to give you what you need. Not five Get turn the mics up. Turn that mic up. Yeah, the beat is locked. Leave that mic up, though. Turn that shit the fuck up. Uh, what? Turn it louder. Yeah. Uh. Who shot ya? Separate the weak from the opposite. Leap hard to creep them Brooklyn streets. It's on, nigga. Fuck all that bickering beef. I can hear sweat trickling down your cheek Your heartbeat sound like Sasquatch's feet Thundering, shaking the concrete Then the shit stopped when I fall the plot Neighbors call the cops and they heard mad shots Saw me in the drop, three and a quarter Slaughter, electrical tape around the daughter Old school, new school, need to learn though I burn, baby, burn like disco inferno Burn slow like blunts with yayo Peel more skins than Idaho potato Niggas know the lyrical molesting is taking place Fucking with B.I.G. it ain't safe uh, I make your skin chase Rashes on the masses Bumps and bruises Blunts and land cruisers Big Papa smash fools Bash fools Niggas mad because I know the cash rules Everything around me Two Glock nines Any motherfucker whispering about mine And I'm Crooklyn's finest You rewind this Bad boys behind this Oh, oh.
I seen the light excite all the freaks. Stack mad chips, spread love with my peeps. Niggas wanna creep, got to watch my back. Think the cognac and endo sack make me slack. My switch is all that. Cocksucker G's up. Won't force move, get Swiss cheese up. Click detect, respect, I demand it. Slip and break the 11th commandment. Thou shall not fuck with your C Papa. Feel a thousand deaths when I drop ya. I feel for uh, you, feel like Shaka Khan, I'm the Don Pussy when I want, Rolex on the arm You'll die slow but calm Recognize my face, so there won't be no mistake So you know where to tell Jake Lame nigga, brave nigga Turn front page nigga, puff daddy flips daily I smoke the blunts, he sips on the bellies On the rocks, tote blocks and christenings Am a cop in the fire positioning Open your fucking mouth. Open your, did I tell you don't fuck with me? Huh? Did I tell you not to fuck with me? Huh? Look at you now. Huh? Can't talk with a gun in your mouth, huh?